millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Well, hey, first, I'm back. <laughs> and you're hey, back. Only once. Only once. But someone someone muted you guys, so it was perfect again. Uh, I'm going to go with... I'm going to go with... You're listening to a 4x4 Radio Network Podcast. Are you ready? It's the Jeep Talk Show with Wendy. There will be body damage. Jeep Mama. Are you sure? Josh. Yeah, I don't think so. And Tony. I think that's a huge deal. So sit back, strap in, and brace yourself. The Jeep Talk Show takes a holiday. Well, there was a movie, like Death Takes a Holiday, I think. And it's not anything like that. So that, that just sounded, I shouldn't have said that. That's as bad. Never mind. Take that back. Rewind that. So no new episodes Christmas week. Episodes will return on Wednesday, December 28th. Uh, it will be a roundtable episode that we will record on December 27th. So if you guys are looking for, you know, getting into that Zoom meeting and uh, joining us and being part of the roundtable, you'll want to uh, definitely want to make sure that you sign up for our newsletter uh, and keep uh, up to date with our episode schedule. So just go to jeeptalkshow.com slash contact and you'll see where you can sign up for the newsletter. You now, know, that is December 27th, Tony. That's, that's just two days after Christmas. I, I have to point that out. Oh, so, they should I mean, bring. They should bring uh, gifts. Is that what you're suggesting? Well, no, I'm, I, what I'm suggesting is is that the first person who sips eggnog while on the on the you know on the show is going to get booted. I, that's just that's all there is to it. I think we have a Travis clause. I was just going to say Travis will be on there. <laughs> if, if we did that, we'd have to do it to Travis. That like people would Hi, be suing us. We love you, Travis. Oh uh, yeah, Travis is with us tonight. So, uh, I've been asking you guys to go out. Not, well, it's, it's in your contracts, uh, Josh and, uh, and Wendy. So, but, so, right. uh, not, but I'm not talking about you guys. Uh, I'm talking about you, the listener. I've been asking you to go out there and help get the, the word out about Jeep Talk Show. And I think you guys really have. And I, I'd like to you know, keep doing it, but I'd like to report the last four days of downloads. So, that includes today. Uh, that today we had 1,005 downloads. Wow. The day before was 1,695. Oh my gosh. And the day before that, 1,242. And the day before that, 1,478. I mean, that's four days, count them, one, two, three, of over 1,000 downloads a day. I just that's I awesome. love seeing that. I am a stats whore. And I love seeing it when it's more than what it normally is. It's not unusual for us to get over a thousand downloads on the day that we release a new episode, but having it four days in a row, that that that's unusual. That doesn't no, happen that often. No, I, I remember the days back when we were getting excited about two hundred sixty in a week. You know? <laughs> <laughs> well, it is release day, Josh. So that sixty, don't get used to that sixty downloads. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> Seriously, no, we're not joking either. No, not no, not here. It there was were times when we were not the most downloaded Jeep podcast on the planet. It was hard <laughs> to stay motivated to, to keep doing it every week. Josh and I had fun doing it, and you know, there were a couple people that we could, you know, hopefully we could rub them together and make a few more people that, that were listeners. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it doesn't matter if you have a Jeep, want a Jeep, or never do anything but Jeeps. This show is for you. Josh, Tammy, Wendy, and myself are here to inform and entertain you while we talk about rubbing listeners together no it's about jeeps it's a jeep talk show <laughs> but i kind of like tony's idea better about it. i got a vivid imagination hello jeep i'm josh and on this episode of the jeep talk show i've got to report a fatality at a well-known jeep facility a man wakes up to find a jeep out in front of his house does he have the best wife ever Probably not. And later we pull up around the campfire and talk about armor and skid plates. Howdy, it's Wendy. And today I'm sharing what a toy run and the dark all have in common. Oh, toy theft. I love it. So I'm Tony. And do you guys remember Josh flew out to attend our Jeep talk show off-road event in September? 
Well, yeah. he bent my steering stabilizer on the 2021 Gladiator. <laughs> but it's only partially his fault. But it's only partially his fault since Jeep designed it, uh, the, the steering stabilizer, to hang down so low. <laughs> well, time to fix it before the next time Josh takes over the helm. Didn't destroy it. Come on now. <laughs> it's, it's in the show notes. There's a picture in the show notes. It's, it's just a this hi, I'm Josh, and it shows this really beat up st- steering stable. <laughs> Local Jeep news, national Jeep news, and news from around the world. It's this week in Jeep. Unfortunately, uh, with all the uh, hilarity and fun that we have on the show, I occasionally have something a little bit somber to report on, and this is just tragic. And, and right before the holidays, too, a Jeep employee was found dead on Monday at the Toledo plant where the Gladiator is made. Atlantis released a statement Tuesday morning saying the employee was found about 4 p.m. at the assembly complex. Production was not running at the time of the discovery. Atlantis spokeswoman Jody Tinson had this to say, quote, We are cooperating with the Toledo Police Department in their investigation and have made arrangements to provide counseling support for our employees. At the time of this recording, the automaker declined to release the identity of the person or any other details about the incident until the next, uh, next of kin can be notified. Second shift on the Gladiator side of the Toledo Assembly Complex was canceled Monday night for the investigation. Well, that's sad. I mean, maybe he was, I don't know, the plant wasn't operating. He didn't get caught in something. Maybe he just had a I, health I, situation. Way, yeah, that's, that's kind of exactly what I was thinking, Wendy. Uh, uh, the same sort of thing. I, it doesn't appear, at least in the way that the, the, the stories have been written that I've been you know, seeing online uh, about this, that there was any sort of machinery involved, that he got caught in something, uh, you know, anything like that. I, I'm thinking it might have been an older gentleman, uh, maybe just you know, had a heart attack or something like that at the end of his shift. I, I don't know. Uh, mm-hmm. We really don't know. We don't even know, you know the position uh, that this man held. Maybe he was you know, uh, an executive. Uh, we may, you know, maybe he was just a janitor. We don't know. Uh, and so I'm sure the, these details will come out in the following days, following weeks. Uh, nonetheless, very tragic, uh, tragic incident that happened uh, at the Toledo assembly plant. He, he found out that the, the new gladiators have alien technology and he had to be silenced. I, oh. I, this is what I'm going for. <laughs> Hillary had something to do with it. I just know it. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Now, according to a Ross County Sheriff's uh, report, on December 7th of this year, a deputy was dispatched to a home on Masseyville Road. In the report, the homeowner stated to the deputy that he works the night shift, and when he woke up, he found, well, the greatest gift of all time. Something that any one of us would be utterly thrilled to see sitting outside. A shiny red Jeep just chilling right there in the front yard. Wow, look at Tony's ruling there. All that was missing was the bow, really. And that's how he knew it wasn't Santa finally coming through after all these years. So he called a local towing company and, of course, made the reluctant call to the sheriff's office to see if it was a stolen rig. In that fateful call, his fears were realized, and dispatch confirmed it had been reported stolen on November 29th, just eight days prior. The hardest thing for that poor homeowner was seeing the towing company arrive and transporting the Jeep away to the sheriff's impound lot. Dispatch was able to contact the Jeep's rightful owner and inform him his Jeep had been found. At least one of these guys is going to have a Merry Christmas, I suppose. I just knew you, you know, were going to say it was a 2019 Grand Cherokee, green in color. That's <laughs> what I was hoping. It was the, it was the lost Jeep it was that we waiting to yeah, find. The one that's been missing this whole time. Gosh. There's just no other information? This Jeep just magically appeared? I mean, or was this guy... Yeah. I mean, was he real? Did he no, actually see the Jeep? Did that, it really happen? Or is that imagination? Well, you know, the he who smelt it, dealt it kind of, you know, comes to mind. Maybe he had yeah. something to I've do with it. I've never heard that. Oh, oh, I just woke uh, up and it was there. I swear. I swear, you know? I swear officer, it just appeared. This would be a no. great PR stunt for the Jeep talk show, especially during Christmas time. We go and get those really big bows and then steal brand new vehicles, brand new Jeeps, and, <laughs> and put them in people's yards. yards. <laughs> And then then video the video. I I think Tony said we. Like, what the heck? Why do we have to be involved? Oh no, it'd be all me. What you? What you? What you? What you're supposed to say, Wendy? Is what? What's this? What's this? We? You got a mouse in your pocket? Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. Yeah. This is this is. I can just imagine. You know the the you know the guy and his wife wake up that morning and she's like, "You brought home another stolen vehicle. You call the police right this minute." And stand Man, in the corner. I'm, I'm tired of cleaning up your mess. It's over. Yeah. <laughs>
Well, I'm going to start this next story with a bit of a disclaimer, and that's to say that I'm in no way trying to take anything away from Wendy's segment later on. <laughs> oh, okay. know what I'm talking well, about. Well, <laughs> Now, I'm a bit of a traditionalist myself, not to say that I'm stuck in my ways or anything like that, but I you know, like certain things a certain way. For instance, like we all know that there are only 12 days of Christmas and not a goddamn one of them is in October. But I digress. <laughs> if you're looking to add something new to that family tradition or maybe you're looking for a whole new family tradition and you live in Maryland, well, this might be just the thing. A lighted Jeep parade will roll through the Perry Hall, Nottingham area this weekend. The event will begin at 5 p.m. on Saturday, December 11th, 2021. I know, it's short notice, but that's tomorrow, the day after this show is released. The lighted Jeep parade of Perry Hall will begin in and end in the Perry Hall Square Shopping Center located at 4313 Ebenezer Road, 221236. Ebenezer, seriously? <laughs> yeah, no, I know. It's just all falling together. that up? <laughs> no, this is this is all legit. Now, anybody who would like to participate is asked to bring a new unwrapped gift or toy as Ace Hardware hard, hard, Ace Hardware will have a collection box for Toys for Tots. A convoy of Jeeps is always something to see, I and mean, having a whole string of them all lit up with Christmas lights and decorations will be a spectacle worth the drive. And it's no secret here, we, uh, we here at JTS fully support the work that Toys for Tots does for needy families during the holiday season. So if you're anywhere near the Perry Hall, Nottingham area this weekend, be sure to head out and show some support. You know, I've always Bye. wanted to get the Jeep Talk Show involved in uh, something like that uh, here locally. And uh, when I say locally, if you guys aren't aware, Josh is in Oregon, uh, Wendy is in California, and I'm in uh, Texas, uh, in the Houston area. So uh, I, it just uh, it just never has come up. And I think, uh, <laughs> you remember when we used to re- try to record uh, uh, things for special occasions like uh, like mm. December seventh, uh, Pearl Harbor incident. I mean, we would have some a little something there, and, and it's, it, it seemed like we always got within a couple of days of the event, and then we go, oh, uh, should we do a blah blah blah? And we just kind of <laughs> gave up because we never we don't know how to work a calendar. So well, I, that's that, what I'm thinking know, is for the toys up. or tots or any of the things where you collect uh, uh, gifts for for needy children. It's just like, well, it's Christmas time. Oh, my God, that snuck up on me. <laughs> so I need to mark the calendar down now for next year. Well, typically, a lot of places aren't collecting toys for tots until the holiday season. Right. Uh, you know, Les Schwab is a big one. You know, the Les Schwab Tire Centers, they're nationwide, uh, and, and they, they're heavily involved with toys for tots. Uh, you could probably show up in July uh, with a stuffed animal and say, hi, this is for toys for tots. <laughs> And it's I'm probably security in the office for six. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for no, sure it's no, it's okay. You know, so yeah, you might have might have a harder time, you know, getting those donations out in the middle of summer for uh, for toys for tots. But uh, but nonetheless, uh, you know, it I we it is something that that I've been involved in back when I was DJing a lot more often. I was involved in, in some charity events and, and things like that, where Toys for Tots was a uh, was a focus. Uh, when I was uh, president of the North American XJ Association's Northwest chapter, uh, was geez, what was that back in 2012? It's been a long time. It's been a long time uh, that uh, we had a big Toys for Tots drive, big huge toy drive, and we filled up the back of I think three Jeep Cherokee XJs. Uh, I mean, wow. completely full uh, that's from front, front, front seats, floor, floor to ceiling, all the way back. Uh, a lot of toys. Uh, tried to get the new stations involved in the, in the drop off. They didn't want to have anything to do with it because who the hell is X in Naxja? Uh, and you can't <laughs> even say it. You know, it's hard to pronounce. I know. We don't need yeah. that for our, for our people. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, there was, there was none of that. Although Les Schwab was ecstatic that, that we showed up in force and, and dropped off a bunch of uh, toys and took a bunch of pictures and, you know, all that sort of stuff. So. It was a good time, and, I, and I'd love to do that sort of thing again. I, that's funny because uh, I think I might be able to get a Mercedes dealership or a um, a Jeep dealership, uh, Chris, down there at uh, Oh yeah uh, at South Fork uh, Crusher Dodge Jeep and Ram. So uh, who knows? They, Chris, they 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 probably already do something already, but maybe we could uh, uh, wiggle our way in there. Yeah. <laughs> Of course, if you have a news tip or response to any one of our stories or a suggestion of how Tony can make one of his dreams come true, be sure to let us know by phone or by email. Just head over to jeeptalkshow.com slash contact to find out how to reach out. Red vehicles from sea uh, to sea. <laughs> if only. I think we still need to have a Jeep Talk Show event where all the vehicles come out as red 
and or or they have a sticker on it that says identify as red. So <laughs> I used to red, be red. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to a four by four radio network podcast. Oh, you most certainly are, you lucky Jeeper, you. And I don't know if you know this, but we've got something for every off-road lover at 4x4radionetwork.com. The On the Trail podcast is there. Trail Chasers is there. The Center Steer podcast. Even the 4x4 podcast. And, of course, the Jeep Talk Show is there as well. Lots of great off-road shows. They're all different. They're all for free. And it's all at 4x4radionetwork.com. That's 4x4radionetwork.com. We'll see you there. Hey, and don't forget about our Discord server. It's easy, it's free, and it's fun. Join in on the conversation at home, at work, or sitting on the throne. Really, Tony? (laughs) Is that a thing? (laughs) It's like a group texting chat. Well, it's exactly like that. Just go to jeeptalkshow.com slash contact and look for the Discord invite. That's right, Wendy. And another way people can get in on more Jeep Talk Show information is to sign up for our newsletter. It's uh, once a week. And it keeps you uh, up to date with our Zoom meeting and other information that you can't get anywhere else. Just go to jeeptalkshow.com slash contact and sign up right now. I mean, unless you're listening to the show on your phone and getting out of the the app will make it stop, then you can wait till later. But just make yourself a mental note. (laughs) What? Where's the noob? Noob! 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 Hey, noobie! Noobie! Noob Nuggets. It's time for Noobie Nuggets. Well, it's the time of the year when toy drives are prevalent and participating in one or more is a real joy. We participated in one up here in Big Bear to benefit Doves. It's a family violence outreach program. They assist getting women and children out of bad situations and into a safe environment. Now, Doves collects all sorts of clothing and housing needs throughout the year, but this time of year they focus on getting donations of toys to help the kids through a rough time. Now, there were about 20 Jeeps that participated with lots of toys donated, including 10 bicycles that Desi donated from the Big Bear Jeep Experience. Almost every Jeep was decorated with Christmas lights and decorations. I apparently missed that part of the invite, and we were one of the few Jeeps with no lights. Ugh, I need to read all of the invitation next time, apparently. Yeah. Yeah, I missed it. Now, Scott Durkin of the Trail Reaper was the organizer. He drives a highly modified, stretched LJ on 46-inch Mickey Thompson tires. His, na- his rig is named the Trail Reaper. You guys got to check out his, the pictures. It's insane. And then Nick Ashby from the Rockstar Garage arrived with two Jeeps. He drove the Gridlock, a highly modified custom CJ with one-ton axles and 400-plus horsepower. The thing's a beast. You should, you should Google it and check it out. It's crazy. It's a pretty extreme machine. He also had a JT fully modified to fit the Halo video game theme and its Rockstar Energy Drink giveaway. Yeah, we're talking. Yep. That's that right. That pretty badass. It's <laughs> pretty badass, cool I can tell you. I, yes, and when you're up and close and personally, you're like, I think I should drink this stuff just to be like an enter. So if you drink Rockstar, there's a QR code on each Halo decorated can to enter for this mega giveaway. The contest ends December 31st, so you better hurry. I have pictures of these rigs in the show notes, by the way, if you want to check them out. Now, after the toy drive, there was a night run on Gold Mountain Plan once it got dark. After a quick ride through the downtown village of Big Bear with all the Jeep's Christmas lights on, we headed to the trailhead at Gold Mountain. Now, Don Alexander asked me if I wanted to drive his Jeep on the trail. Now, listen up. When anyone asks you if you want to drive their highly modified Jeep, you do it. Of course, I said yes. And then the nerves started to creep in with things like, what if I mess up his Jeep? What if I make a mistake? Well, once I got my brain rearranged, I realized I've spotted so many people on this trail that I know it very well. I have driven it in the daytime. I know all the lines, etc. I jumped in, got situated, and we started to drive. The beauty of this particular trip was that we were just part of the group. We were not leaders, guides, or teachers. We actually got to just we. Oh, Someone nice. else was in charge, and it was very nice. Now, Don's Jeep is set up on Curry 60 axles with 40-inch Mickey Thompson tires, and he has a 4-inch rock jock suspension system. He also has air lockers. Now, that was new to me. First, you have to turn the compressor on and then the lockers. He has them mounted on his dash with a series of switches. Super easy, but just a different placement and setup from what I'm used to. We have e-lockers, and we just flip the switch. Driving his Jeep was like riding in the top of the, in the top of the line of any vehicle, compared to ours, of course. 
everything is so much newer, less creaks, and it handles like a gem. <laughs> Don't get me wrong, I still love our Jeep. The turning radius on his was a little different than ours. His Jeep doesn't turn quite as sharp as ours. Same PSE ram assist steering. I think it's just the way the 60s are set up. There were a few times I had to back up and re-stab a tight hairpin turn. Now, driving at night changes everything. The shadows from the sunshine during the day are gone, but you can clearly see the trails. Your senses seem to pick up things that you might miss during the daylight hours. You sort of feel your way through an obstacle. Now, having all the Jeeps with their headlights on also helps sort of light up the trail. It's really amazing how different the trails are, and navigating rock crawling is also a different challenge. The spotter has a hard time seeing the driver and the wheel tracking with the headlights on. I was lucky to be a driver this time and didn't have to worry about spotting on this trip. I love driving at night. It was a completely different experience, and I highly recommend it if you get the chance. All in all, driving in the dark with Don's Jeep was a blast, and I so appreciate him riding shotgun and letting me drive. Who better to learn from than a master himself? Oh, so he kept an eye on you. So that's well, he knew. that's he good. He didn't need to do much. I have to say that, but it was nice no, to just have him there. And he you really you want to drive my Jeep? City. I'm going to be watching you every second, yeah. so don't be nervous. <laughs> yeah, there's no pressure. <laughs> now, there were 13 Jeeps on the run, and we had no issues. Just a lot of fun in the dark, wheeling and rock crawling, and great times were had by all. Met some new friends, and of course, it was for an awesome cause. I hope there are runs and toy drives in your neck of the woods. I know some of our Zoom people have posted events coming up. Such a great thing we do as Jeepers, helping others. Plus, we got to have some fun, too. So do you guys have any toy drive or fun runs coming up? I wish. Yeah, no, I don't have anything uh, planned. There was a hangover run that I may still sort of be a part of. Uh, I, I'm not sure yet or not if that's going to happen or not. It'll, it'll obviously be a, a New Year's Day. Uh, you know, hence the hangover run, uh, you know, oh, after perfect. New Year's yeah. Eve. Yeah, be, you know, yeah. be careful. Uh, the those, rocks can get pretty slick. Yeah, those, <laughs> uh, those days uh, of drinking are behind me, at least uh, to that extent. But uh, but nonetheless, uh, getting out there wheeling in some uh, in some January snow should be pretty fun. So I'm going to try and uh, try and make that happen. But uh, again, not sure if that's going to happen or not. I, I'm just I'm still taken back by this rock star Halo JT. I just, I can't stop looking at this thing. I had it looks so awesome. I'm looking at the build. I'm looking at all the details. It's like, God, this is how a Jeep truck is supposed to look. But yes. really with all, hey. with all the Halo theme, uh, you know, inspired um, uh, modifications to it, it, it really just, it all fits. It just all fits. Uh, and, well, and, so and that I, is, I put in the show notes their um, uh, Instagram uh, hashtag so you guys can check out pictures oh, there's a lot of different stuff for them so both uh, the gridlock and the rockstar well actually the trail reaper too has stuff i just tried to put that information in the show notes so you guys have to check that out yep it'll be in our uh, our show notes for this episode just uh, go to jeeptalkshow.com look up this episode and you will see that and uh, you can follow them uh wendy did you say scott durkin of the uh-huh. uh, the, the trail reaper yeah so Durkin, that's an interesting name. It almost sounds made up. Isn't that like what some people do during Thanksgiving? They take a duck and a turkey and mix it together. I'm sure Scott, he didn't mean anything by that. <laughs> just just <laughs> looking for any excuse to play that that drive. Okay. I, I thought we were done with the damn turkey. No, no, we we established that people have turkey during Thanksgiving. I mean, uh, during uh, Christmas. No, so you established that. Josh and I said no. <laughs> Oh, Scott, if you're listening, it was not anything against you, dude. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. I bet you. You know, he's a jeeper. He's got a thick skin. He's all right. (laughs) He's going to be fine. (laughs) Well, do you have a topic or suggestion for newbie nuggets? I'd love to hear from you. Check out our YouTube channel at Trails411 for great content with lots of tips, tricks, and techniques. Well, we'll never hear from Scott. So there we go. (laughs) Yeah, probably not after that. (laughs) It was for a good cause, Scott. Hey, I'm, I'm trying to get new listeners, and every time, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, people are just happy I'm not picking on them. <laughs> Gladiator. My name is Gladiator. Gladiators. Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? Is this not why you are here? Gladiator. So I'll have you know that I specifically went on a picture hunt shortly before uh, the show tonight to try to find the damaged steering stabilizer on the 2021 Jeep Talk Show Gladiator 
that I found uh, out about after Josh took the wheel of the Gladiator. Oh. <laughs> He's still going to break it's no, September. I, I there's some over-exaggeration happening. You think? Here. So, like, well, I know. You didn't, you didn't literally is, take is, the wheel. You just put your hands on it and steered this uh, stabilizer into a rock. God. Is that better? <laughs> <laughs> it was up and over a rock, not, not well, into Well, yeah, because the rock is not, is not there. So I, I, I agree with you. It was uh, up, and, up and over. But you can clearly see the Mopar, barely see the Mopar sticker left on it. So, But this is... You know, you know how I feel about stickers. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> it's the one thing that kept you from uh, going into jail for exposure. Um, so, uh, asking <laughs> the group on the Jeep Talk Show Discord server. <laughs> Wait, are we still doing the Jeep Talk Show, or have we switched off to another topic? Oh, this is it. This is it. I know you're new here, <laughs> but this is the I'm show. learning. <laughs> so I asked, uh, you know, the, the steering stabilizer. Uh, <laughs> so I found out that there's this thing called a steering stabilizer relocator or relo- relo- relocation brackets or whatever the hell it is. It's new to me, people. Take it easy. <laughs> so I, I asked the folks on our uh, Jeep Talk Show Discord server what they would recommend for the steering stabilizer uh, relocation for a JLJT. It's both, both are basically the same thing up front. So John L. recommended the, the metal cloak, of course, for $199. It needs nine nines on that, Josh. Uh, nine. <laughs> nine nine. Ted S. recommended the Clayton solution. It was only $99. And uh, I found the uh, Synergy Manufacturing Steering Stabilizer Relocation Kit, 80 bucks from our friends at Northridge4x4.com. Oh, and don't forget... The Jeep Talk Show coupon code is still active at Northridge4x4.com. So I'm kind of leaning towards that one, uh, even though I've had some some issues with Synergy in the past. Uh, but uh, I, I like it. I think that's the one I've seen a lot of people use. Um, but uh, basically what this does is it gets the, uh, the, the steering stabilizer uh, from hanging low to up at least uh, even with the uh, the tie rod or maybe a little above the tie rod. Actually, I guess it is above the tie rod because the the way it's tie, uh, set up on there. So this gets it out of the way of the rocks and stuff and lets you run in some, ram something else into the rock besides the steering stabilizer. So uh, the, steri- the, the steering stabilizer still works, but uh, it's just uh, it's got a big mark on it now from uh, from hitting a rock. And and I very well could have been the one to hit the rock. So. Uh, we'll but see. That's, but that's, oh, I mean, that's honor badge. Yeah, and of course, now after he already put you down. <laughs> well, I'm, but I, seriously, keep in mind, I, mean, I edit the dad. show. I'll be editing that part out. I just make <laughs> you guys feel like I'm a normal <laughs> sure. person. Sure, you will. That's what <laughs> a he normal, says all the time. Caring person. Yeah. Right. Okay. <laughs> so, have, have you guys? I mean, I don't know if this is a problem with the JKs, uh, Wendy. Is this something that you guys had to do? Uh, not that I'm aware of, but that would be a question for Bill. That's a little more above my technical grade. We'll, we'll go get go. Bill up and, uh, what the hell is he yeah, taking a nap during showtime? I'm going to text him right now. Like, what is he doing? <laughs> I don't even know if he's listening on the show. He might be. Who knows? <laughs> so I don't know if this is just a J- JLJT thing, but it's, uh, it, I haven't had anything new since the XJ and this wasn't the way it's done on the XJ. So, um, mm-hmm. anyway, for, I mean, 80 bucks, I, I get this thing up and for out of the way. Yeah. Yeah, Definitely. No, it should be good. I mean, any, anytime you can get a little bit more ground clearance uh, by, you know, doing whatever uh, or, uh, you know, armoring some, something up, it's, it's going gonna, it's gonna to do you, do you better. So, yeah, good choice. Yeah, I'm eyeballing some, uh, some front diff covers with integrated uh, skid plates, which is, uh, would be fancy. Heck yeah. Now, I got a question about the picture that's in the show notes, uh, which uh, you, the listener, can check out if you head over to Jeep, jeeptalkshow.com and look for episode 542. Tony, there's just a random wrench hovering in the picture. Is that a, a lost? Is it still there? I mean, you need <laughs> that's to go the 10 millimeter he's been looking for. That's well, the other end. Well, keep in mind, I was actually putting on the JKS uh, quick disconnects uh, for the sway bar. Uh, I had no idea that Josh had done this much damage to my Jeep. He didn't and do that much damage. <laughs> <to this guy. laughs> and I was like, I think, you I was know like, what I think? Go ahead. I was going to say, I, I think Tony used that little tool you see in the picture there, and he dented it just to blame me, Josh. I think that's what he no, there's no to do. Yeah, it's just, you know, he took a file and just, you Well, know, that would obviously <laughs> require a, a cutoff wheel on the with a flapper on there, but that's not <laughs> how that happened. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, but I, that's what I was seriously. I found it while I was putting on the uh, the quick disconnects, and I, I I cried a little bit because my brand new Jeep Gladiator was was now damaged. It's no oh, longer it's a not, virgin. It's, I'm glad. It's an excuse to Jerry. get more parts. I know. It's just an excuse to upgrade, Tony. That's how it works. Yeah, I'm hoping that uh, before I go back out to uh, offroading101.com on uh, the 201 class that I can get this thing up and out of the way, although I didn't, we didn't do anything that would, you know, have caused uh, more damage than what Josh did. Uh, but, uh, it'd be, you know, it's, oh. it, it's a good excuse. <laughs> Josh is going to get upset and, and click. I'm never going to live this disconnect, down. Even disconnect this kind of thing. <laughs> and I, and I, and I'm I not, think I'm never, I, I'm never going to drive that Jeep talk show gladiator. I can see it now. This is what, something else on a future show. Wendy drove it. And this is what Wendy she did. did it. Yeah. Don, Don, Don Alexander's listening to the show and he's laying under his Jeep right now with a pin light <laughs> to see, yeah. checking to see. There what, was nothing the, that happened. I don't think I that was that. there until Wendy <laughs> drove. <laughs> Don wants to get in on the fun. <laughs> yeah. He's going to call in and go, Nope. She wrecked it. <laughs> she, oh no, she damaged this uh, Dana 60, but damn it. She did. <laughs> it's dented. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, technically you don't even need a st- steering stabilizers. They're there. Yeah, it's fine. And, and, and to be fair, it's, it's, uh, there's a slight, slight possibility that this happened. You know, I may have done it because I had a lot more wheel time than Josh, but uh, Josh was getting, well, Josh was like zigzagging on the trail and hitting the gas and he was thinking he was driving his XJ, you know, and he's just, no, he was, he was trying to see what that gladiator could do. uh, What's that noise? I think that was the steering stabilizer, Josh. No, it's fine. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, um, this is something that you might want to do before uh, Josh comes and drives your vehicle. Get the steering stabilizer (laughs) up out of the way. <laughs> well, now Tony, there's the other option of the just go with PSC steering, and then you can get rid of all that. Oh, can you? That would be neat. Mm-hmm. Like oh, yeah. the hydraulic, hydraulic assist, all that would go. Away. Oh, Jesus, uh, mm-hmm. that would be. You know, it, I just need more money. So there we go. Anyway, uh, they, there's always good stuff that you can throw at your 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 Jeep. Doesn't matter what year it was built. <laughs> there's right. always something you can do. Always something you can modify. And if you can get your Jeep on the trail and not have uh, damage, even if it's minor damage like this, that's a that's a win. Uh, I mean, I never noticed it until I was you know making modifications and saw that it was there. So the stabilizer still works. The the question is though, if you spend eighty dollars or even one hundred and ninety nine dollars for a steering stabilizer, do you have to buy a new uh, shock or what the the steering stabilizer thing is called? Do you have to get a a nice like Fox? shock to go on there so it looks uh Fairly, looks yeah, fancy, you know? so, i mean th- those things are barely necessary to begin with so yeah but i mean it's like an advertising up front i'm we need a jeep talk show sleeve to put on those things <laughs> why did you become a paid subscriber to the jeep talk show i love the show i've listened to you guys free for how years now and i figure i time to give back you can be a paid subscriber and help support the show you love the Jeep Talk Show. It'll just uh, help help the show out, and and then in the end, it'll be Jeep Talk Show in my ear holes. You know, just go to JeepTalkShow.com and look for the big yellow subscribe button. It'd be nice to give back to uh, so that you guys can continue on. Because if they love the show, then why shouldn't you? Why shouldn't you give back just a little bit? Go get your rat bastard toe tags, you rat do bastards! It. Do it now. <laughs> no, actually, I guess you wouldn't be a rat bastard. You'd be an, uh, a potential infectious agent. Or maybe you've already mm-hmm. had some uh, rat bastard toe tags and dirty, filthy rats, and you've used them up uh, to put on uh, unsuspecting Jeeps out there. You know, uh, so you, if you if it's time for you to uh, to refill or to get uh, be your the first time being an inf- uh, infectious agent, go to JeepTalkShow.com. Click on the store, the word store at the top of the page, and we'll send you 20 Rat Bastard toe tags. And uh, with a bag of rats from Amazon, you'll be on your way to being a JTS infection agent and tagging unsuspecting Jeeps. And unsuspecting is the, is the, the key word there. Mm-hmm. It's like that ducking thing that uh, people are doing. And, you know, I've, I've actually heard some negative things about ducks, people getting ducked and just not liking it. I know, I know of two people that really don't like the ducking thing. I think it's cute. It's a, it was a neat idea, and uh, it's very, uh, very and active. And ours is better. Yes, ours is better. 
<laughs> well, it's like I said, it's like the ducking thing, uh, but uh, something a podcast with a bad attitude would do. So that's us. <laughs> so check out ratbastard.lol. So instead of the .com, it's .lol. No, seriously, there's a .lol, uh, <laughs> uh, like the .com thing out there. For picture, and you can see pictures uh, about victims and more information on the whole rat bastard thing. But you know, if you've been waiting uh, for your rat bastard toe tags, you should have them. And uh, for all those uh, out there that are waiting to get some, wait to order some. Go over there and order, and we'll get them out to you really quick. From the mind of Nikki G. Hey, this is Nikki G. And you know when you talked about Eugene Ned. The uh, guy that took the Grand Cherokee on a test drive and never returned it. All right. And you asked people to call in about him. Well, uh, he called in and left me a voice message. So I'm going to play it for you. Hey, you called it Nikki G Hotline. If you're calling about the potato, press one now. (laughs) If you're calling about the onions, press two now. If pineapples scare you. Please hang up and dial 911 now. Beep. Ah, this is uh, Eugene Ned, the guy that drove the Cherokee on the test drive. Yeah, I'm still testing it out. I haven't decided if I want to buy it yet or not. <laughs> Why is it taking so long, you might ask? Well, I got a little hungry because it's, you know, a long drive. So I've been waiting in the Taco Bell drive through for a few hours. <laughs> In a couple of days. I had some errands to do at the DMV. And, well, you know how long that takes. And then I went to get a haircut. And there was a really long line. Yeah, I got stuck at the barbecue. Yeah, that one's a stinker. But that's not why I'm calling. I'm calling to tell you that I want to hang a map of the world up and put a pin in all the places I visited. But first, I have to travel to the top two corners. So the map stays on the wall. Oh, my God. All right, boys and girls, I'll chat at you later, and you have a good one. Bye. You know, I didn't know Ned uh, was Italian. I uh, did not uh, see that one coming from the picture we had. <laughs> yes. I keep saying, is that really Ned? Is that picture really of Ned? I mean, he could have had... The boy's not anymore. Face, but... He's had plastic yeah. surgery and of course uh, he has painted the Grand Cherokee red. So yes, it's a red Cherokee we're looking for now. <laughs> he used a sharpie, but still, <laughs> uh, I don't know how sharp he is. <laughs> the Jeep Talk Show. It's not about us. It's about you, the listeners. It's Tim from Torrance. Hey Jeepers, this is uh, Rob Gunnison. Hey guys, it's Cody with TrailChasers.net with another grand adventure. Hey guys, this is Cody from Indiana. Hello Jeep Talk Show crew, this is FJ Rick. Hi guys, this is Joe. If a turtle doesn't have a shell, is he naked or homeless? Hey guys, this is Ron out in Arizona. Hey, hey, what's up? The Jeep Talk Show. This is Jake in Oregon Trail Off-Road. Hi, this is Jake from California, and I'm sitting here eating pork rinds for breakfast. Hey, this is uh, PAG Freak. Hey, Tony, Josh, Danny, it's actually Jake calling. This is John, I'm Free Runner in 1982, and on today's Radio Context segment, I'm going to talk about APRS, Anal Grove Restraint System. No! No. No, that's not right. We love our listeners. Uh, a little something for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> On our next episode, I will be interviewing Luke Connor with Steinjager. Is that, is that right, Josh? Is this is Jager Steinjager. Does Gager? he have moves like Jagger? I don't know. <laughs> Steinjager. I don't know. Yeah, and and a week from that episode, the man, the myth, the legend, legend or legend. Uh, Greg Henderson of Official Use Only. I have to look up and see if those bastards muted me again. <laughs> well, why are we driving into the woods? Well, it's because Tony likes banjos and pig squeals. But uh, aside from that, uh, no, this is the <laughs> I don't like to brag, though. <laughs> where we invite you, the listener, to come around the campfire. Uh, pull up a chair and uh, and just chat with us uh, as we record the episode, and that's what we do each uh, and every time we uh, we have a campfire side uh, uh, segment. 
Uh, and you can join in on this segment. It's very easy to do, and we're going to let you know how you can do that here in just a little bit. Uh, but for now, we're going to ask the question, armor or skid plates? Which one should come first? Now, we've talked recently uh, in, in recent episodes about armor and skid plates, actually. Uh, difference between the two, uh, their importance and stuff like that. But really, this could go either way. Uh, and so it's going to be interesting to see, you know, those who have uh, pulled up around the campfire tonight to see, uh, you know, what they would say about armor and skid plates and, and uh, which one has a priority, if either. Uh, may There may be a third option. I, I don't know. So uh, we're going to go ahead and, and go around the campfire. We have a huge list of, of people tonight. Uh, and so I'm going to start uh, things off right off the bat with Travis and Katie. Uh, Travis, what would you say about uh, armor and skid plates? Which should come first? Or do you have a uh, option C? I've got, well, hey, first, I'm back. And you are back. Only once, only once, but someone someone muted you guys, so it was perfect again. Uh, I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with armor only because that's the direction I went with. I went with my sides, my body, my frame, or not my frame. Before I went with my skid plates, skid plates for a second on my Jeep. I went armor first. Yeah, no, no, always, always justify your that, mistakes. Any any chance you can, you always justify your mistakes. Just no, I'm, I'm kidding. I'm, I'm completely kidding. I've got no, you. There's no wrong I've answer. Got to the armor. You know, I'm like I've got an old beautiful YJ. I protected yeah. the outside. I my YJ was. You know, it's got skid plates. I've got the gas tank. I've got the skid plate. I've got everything under that YJ. I was like, it's good. Little do I know it, it wasn't, you know, it was stock skid plates, which have been fantastic, but I did upgrade them since. But I went with armor because, A, the armor was my body, was my shell, was my frame. And I upgraded that. Then I moved to skid plates. That's me in a nutshell. I went armor before skid. There you go. All right. I, All right. I want to talk, I want to hear from Mike Zen next here. Mike, uh, what would you say about armor or skid plates? Which should come first, or is there a third option? Um, I think armor should go first. Uh, when you're when you're a beginner, you you're not going to go into very hard uh, trails. So definitely just need armor just to protect the sides uh, with the rock sliders and stuff like that. Most Jeeps, I think, will have uh, a little bit of the factory skid plates, so that's going to protect it anyways. Um, then when you're going up to hardcore stuff, then definitely get the uh, skid plates. That's a good, uh, interesting take on things as far as, uh, you know, associating you know, armor and skid plates to the driver capability or, or I, I guess, their willingness to, to uh, come out of their comfort zone and, and, uh, and test their capabilities a little bit as you get a little bit more wheel time, as your Jeep uh, gets a, a bit of a more of a build to it, uh, you, uh, you try a little bit harder and harder stuff. And, and eventually you find a need uh, for the armor or the skid plates, uh, whether you uh, realize it or not. Uh, all right, Andrew, uh, which, uh, which comes first, armor or skid plates? I think along the lines of what Mike said, you know, I would go with like at least rock sliders at the minimum at first for armor. And then I'd start looking at skid plates because you want to definitely protect those rockers. Because once you get the rocker damage, the, the price yeah, to fix your rockers is astronomical versus, you know, busting an oil pan. So I, I definitely go armor first and then skid plates. Interesting take on that. I mean, yeah, body work is never cheap unless you can do it yourself or you don't care about rocker damage. Uh, now, obviously, you know, that is a critical part of, the, uh, of just about any Jeep. Uh, you don't want damage there. Damage leads to rust eventually down the road. And that's the last point uh, on your vehicle that you want to have any rust. So, uh, yeah, you know, Andrew, I mean, that, that's, that's a good point. Uh, you know, and, and I think a, a lot of us here on the show, we've been saying this for years, one of the first pieces of of armor that you should put on a jeep and we can we could go back and forth about whether or not uh rock rails are armor or skid plates they're kind of a hybrid between the two uh but they are one of those pieces of protection for your jeep that is absolutely critical and one of those things i think a lot of people would say uh comes first on the vehicle uh brenner is a name that i haven't seen on our list before brenner around the campfire around the jeep uh, talk show campfire as it were uh which comes first armor or skid plates man i have a jt I went with uh, skids underneath to start with, which, especially in my which area ones? where I don't have the rocks. 
Which kids did you go with? Uh, off, off of that? I ha- I haven't gone got them yet. I'm looking, still looking at the skids yet. Very good, uh, very good. I was looking at the metal cloaks. Yeah, you know it's uh, really good stuff there. Uh, it definitely comes at a premium, but you know when it comes to armor and, and stuff like that, you definitely get what you pay for. Uh, Chip, what do you have uh, as far as uh, armor skid plates in, in in your neck of the woods? Is one come before the other? Well, that's so. So, are you defining rock rails as armor or skids or both? That's one of those. That's a whole other conversation. I, I think that we can actually can uh, consider rock rails both armor and skid plates. Okay, so that's so. My first thing would be if you don't have a Rubicon rails on your Jeep, if it wasn't a Rubicon, then I think rock rails are my first step. Yeah, but I'd probably yeah. venture. Are, where do you put metal steel bumpers? Because that gives That's you another. recovery points and it gives you a lot of protection. And I would say I, start looking, I, I, I put them on the front and the back of the uh, of the Jeep. That's just me. That's a good place to put them. Yes, point. But no, but so, so I think the steel bumpers again is that armor, you know. But yeah, I think I that's would, a I great consider, place. I would consider uh, a bumpers armor. Uh, because I mean, okay. yeah, you, there may be times when you're using your 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 bumper a, as a, you know approach or departure skid, uh, if you will. Uh, but you know, most of the time they're they're there for armor, bumping into something, bumper, uh, or yeah, like you said, recovery point as well. Uh, but but yeah, so to, you know, quick question there, you know, yeah, I think bumpers are are, are armor. Uh, rock rails are definitely that hybrid between a skid and, and an armor. Uh, they definitely get used as as both. Uh, but you know, I, I think we're all in consensus here. You know, it's one of those things that, that rock rails are definitely even ruby rails are one of those things that should be on on a jeep first. I would I would like to follow up though. I can't. I yeah. think I'd rather dent my rocker on a rock than frag my oil pan on a trail. Uh, so that's a good oil pan skid yeah. is kind of important because I don't want to blow my motor up. I'd like to get home and I can live with the dent. Yeah, exactly. You know, there, there, there's one thing. You know, you can you can get home with a dented rocker, uh, a hole in your in your transfer case or your oil pan. You're not going anywhere. Right. <laughs> Speak from experience, uh, John <laughs> Lee. Uh, wh- which would you say comes first, armor or skid plates? But, but Chip kind of stole my thunder there a little bit because that's the exact point I was going to make. Is is you know. I want to protect the things that would get me home on that point. So I've I've got a Ruby, so I've got the factory skids and I haven't, I mean, the gas tank skids pretty, pretty thick. I mean, they're, they're pretty decent skids underneath there. They could probably be upgraded. So I I went armor first just because I already had them. But if I didn't have a gas tank skid on a four door, I didn't have the oil pan transfer case skid immediately because it didn't have an oil pan, but the transfer case skid, that's probably where I would start. Yeah. All good points. Definitely, definitely. I mean, because you know, protecting what it takes to get you home is is more important than looking good, uh, or, or you know, Im- improving your capability, as it were. Uh, Charles, what would you say comes first, armor or skid plates? Uh, definitely skid plates. <clears throat> yeah, if, if uh, I don't know, I, I think if armor is defined as just protecting the body, you just need to learn how to drive better. Um, Going over rocks, like what I've always done, yeah, I mean, skid plates, that's that's a given. You kind of need those. And rock rails, I guess that would be kind of a combination of two. But I've never liked the looks of lots of bolt-on stuff on the bottom of a Jeep. I really like the looks of it, just a nice, clean, painted Jeep that you can take off-road and not bash the body to hell. I don't, I don't ever know, like that. You raise a good point. There's a Jeep out here I see on a weekly basis, uh, if not every couple few days or so. Uh, and, and he's got that, that bug juice green paint job on it. And he's got like virtually every bolt on or rivet on piece of body armor that you could possibly buy for a Jeep. <laughs> and I, I, no, I'm not joking. He's got more, I've he's got more too, rivets. Yeah. He's got more rivets on one quarter panel and he does lug nuts on the entire vehicle. Uh, wow. and so it's, it's, it's just, it looks really ridiculous. Uh, when, when you get all these rivets or, 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 you know, these screw caps and things like that, and he's going for a very particular look, I get it, but it just, I'm with Charles, man, it doesn't look right. And it doesn't look good. At least in my opinion, does it serve a purpose? I'm sure to a certain extent, but there's a line in the sand where it's like, okay, guy, you don't necessarily really need to have a piece of armor on the front of your mirror. Yeah. You've got an arm all the way around your Jeep. You're just a terrible wheeler. You know, there you don't you need to just bashing up against trees and rocks. You know, you need to go through them and around them, not 
you know, you don't just beat the shit out of your vehicle. That's not good wheeling. That's well, just bad. Well, I would submit. I would submit that they're probably not a wheeler, and this is really cool stuff that they can buy uh, and bolt on. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah princess. Yep. It doesn't have yeah, anything. Trip. Doesn't have anything to do with with being body protection, uh, other than maybe yeah. door dings. Well, yeah, Tony, but if since you got if, the mic, if, if you're truly using your rock sliders on rocks, you're actually using them to pivot around or over. So rock sliders are actually more of a useful tool than just a look. So no, they are. They are a tool. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, uh, Tony, where do you fall in on this? Well, that's uh, I, I kind of had to learn the lesson the hard way and dented up my rockers on my uh, XJ when I was told, "No, come on out. You don't need uh, any sliders. There's it's there's no there's nothing out there that you'll uh, bend that up on." And I found a submerged uh, a tree trunk uh, or a tree stump and uh, had to had to fix my own rockers. It wasn't that bad of a damage, but it was bad enough. So the first thing I got for the Gladiator was rock sliders. And, you know, that's fine. I think everybody has their own, uh, their own style of what they'd like to do first. But that's what I do because I want to make sure that there's something there protecting that brand new rocker and door. And it's, it's no fun when you have to climb out the other side because you dented up the rocker so bad it's into the door. So, yeah, uh, rock sliders, I, I say 100%. Uh, the, the rest of the stuff is... I mean, you can damage anything, and yeah, you can damage the wool pan, but another way of looking at it is is that don't go out there bouncing that thing around before you get the sliders on there. I mean, not the sliders, the skids. So, yeah, I mean, I think you know, that we, I think if you don't protect the body, it will it will just dissuade some people from doing anything more because they now they're looking at body damage, and this just isn't worth it. This $50,000 vehicle, I'm not going to take off-road because I've already damaged the rockers, then I'm not going to do the rest of it. Good point. Good point. Jim, uh, where do you fall in on this? I'm definitely of the opinion that you need sliders, just like Tony. Um, I have I've pivoted around, pl- you know, multiple rocks um, just because, you know, well, you get the bigger tires, you don't have the turn radius. Um, so the sliders are necessary. But if you've got a Ruby, you can get away with, you know, that Ruby rail. Um, but if you've got an older Jeep, if you've got like XJs, they really didn't have anything for skid, really. Um, and it previous to that YJs and I mean, they didn't really have, I mean, they had something, but it was, wasn't much more than, you know, tin, um, that was, was functioning that way. But everything since then, I mean, we've got decent protection underneath nothing crazy, but if you've got, if you're just getting into jeeping and you're just getting your first Jeep, you've already got protection underneath and nothing pisses you off more than every time you walk the side of your jeep looking at that that massive damage and just like you were saying it's going to dissuade people from wanting to continue to go down that road um so functionality you need to have some sort of slider protection if you don't have anything and especially in the new jls it's plastic i didn't realize it was full plastic so i took a, i put what? a pair of rock sliders on a buddy's jeep there's no metal in it anywhere wow wow all right, Larry, Jeep and Mo, uh, where do you fall in on, on this? Armor or skid plates? Which should come first? Well, I, I think especially if you're starting, I think the the uh, rock rails is, is a must, like everybody's saying. And then, uh, you know, I migrated to that low-hanging fruit, you know, your control arm, shock mounts, and all that stuff. I put skids in those first because when you're trying to figure out how to pick your lines, you're hitting everything in the process <laughs> until you start figuring some of that out. And then slowly migrated, you know, into the skid plates. But, you know, that low-hanging stuff, there's nothing protecting it. The rock rails and, you know, all that stuff. You know, when you're, we have talked for over a decade on this show about how capable a stock Jeep is. And, and we by no means have uh, meant to install a, a, a false sense of security or, or a uh, uh, you know, anything like that on, on somebody who, who is brand new to Jeeping, who has a, 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 a stock Jeep, I mean, even if it's an older one or anything like that, and they go out and they can see just how capable the Jeep is, but that can oftentimes get somebody in trouble. Uh, and uh, and we, we've, even though we've talked about how capable they are right off the bat, and even in stock form, you can get out there and have a lot of fun, you have to know yourself and your vehicle's capabilities and where the limitations are uh, on both. Now, sometimes you can't exactly stay on your line. It might be raining. It might be muddy, whatever. And, uh, and you know, sometimes you slip off your line. Accidents do happen. Uh, but being prepared for every contingency isn't necessarily something you need to do. It's just a matter of keeping yourself out of harm's way and knowing both where you and your vehicle's capabilities are 
and uh, and then how to have fun within that window, as it were. Uh, Steve O, I want to hear from you, man. Where where comes uh, where where does this where does this come? Uh, armor or skid plates? So which should come first? Light bar. Yes. Kidding. There he is. <laughs> uh, I'm fully believe in armor. I mean, th- definitely the uh, first thing I had the Rubicon, but I upgraded my uh, my rock sliders. But I'm also a big proponent. I am not a fan of stubby bumpers because where I'm wheeling, it's a lot of wet conditions sometimes. I came off of a log one time, not much more than crawling, and went the other side. It was all mud slick. I slid right into a tree. Had I not Dang. had a full-length steel bumper, right, I would have messed up my fender and my tire and everything associated with it. Um, and it wasn't a hard hit, but it's that's what the bumper's for. Yeah, I, I agree. You know, stubby bumpers, I think, have their place. Uh, but I believe that, you know, on a stubby bumper build that you should have uh, maybe even a stretched wheelbase. Push those tires out a little bit further. Get your approach and, and departure angles uh, down a little bit more and, and, and really go ahead and, and, and improve the capability of that Jeep. Um, but, you know, in the end, I mean, there's obviously, you know, a line in the sand where, you know, modifications get to be too much. It uh, gets to be, you know, uh, a point where you're just, you know, you're, you're crossing the line, as it were. Uh, but, uh, but no, I mean, stubby bumpers have their place, uh, and they look good and everything like that, but depending on the type of wheeling and where you're at with your build, it's not be the most perfect fit for you. Uh, what about, uh, Christopher? Now, Christopher has, he's one of our guys that has a completely different Jeep than a lot of the guys here in the list. Christopher, you've got a WJ, uh, and, uh, and I wanted to hear your opinion on this because with a completely different kind of a Jeep comes a different kind of perspective. So armor or skid plates on the WJ, which come first? Um, believe it or not, that thing actually has some skid plates. Um, it has a transfer skid plate and a gas tank skid plate. Skid plate. <clears throat> so skid Start. plates for what I do are fine as is right now. Um, my one thing that I am going to upgrade is my uh, rock rails. They're kind of rotten out because of rust from where I guess... Somehow they started rusting, but anyway. Um, so I'm going to end up beefing those up and putting uh, two by two by four square tubing in there. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Place it. It'll also help because it's a unibody. Uh, the it'll help the strengthening of the the rigidity of the the body itself. And then I may put some body armor on the side by the uh, rear windows. Just for uh, oh, since it is 100%. a little fatter than yeah. Wranglers, yeah, it'll uh, rear quarter panel protection windows. Skateboarders yep. love those things because they can uh, grab hold of the the the, the, the rail. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. No, so there are I'll some. I'll probably be making those myself. Oh, They're cool! Making that making that rear quarter panel uh, armor and stuff like that. I, I can't wait to see what you come up with. Uh, so I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna be real, real interested in that to see how that all turns out. Chris, don't forget uh, to leave okay. a hole for the uh, the gas uh, the the little flat gas, gas cover. Yeah. Oh yeah. no, I'll cover that up. <laughs> <laughs> Never fill it up again. It's electric. That's right. <laughs> All right, just a couple few more because I want to get through everybody on this list. I know we're kind of running long and everything like that, but this is a good topic, and, I, and I'm really uh, interested in hearing what people have to say. Uh, Bill, uh, w- what would you have to say about armor or skid plates? Which do you think should come first? Well, I mean, the first thing I would say would be you know, rock sliders. I don't know how many events I've been to where you see vehicles turtled, you know, or you yeah, know, right. people hitting the, the rockers or people that have dents in there that are like, oh, I thought these, you know, these these rock you know rock plate you know stock rock plate things were you know so sliders or whatever and you got a big dent in it so i'd say that's probably the you know the first start and then i think it depends on your jeep right i mean if you got a sport or or you know maybe you have a rubicon you know you're equipped with different things right so your your next step or priority is going to differ i would say if you have a a sport you know or a vehicle like that i'd be looking at suspension upgrades to get the vehicle up higher so oh, that you don't need true. those you know Skid yeah. plates on there, right? Or if you have a, a ruby and you have the stock, you know the stock, you know skid plates on there, and those are sufficient. Start looking for those things you're going to get hung up on. You know your your diff. You know maybe especially I know like on on the newer JLs, you have the drain plug there. And it's notorious for getting scraped to the point to where you can't get the the drain plug. I think I saw recently that Jeep has eliminated the drain plugs off the newer the newer uh, axles on there altogether. So um, 
So yeah, so just look for those things you're going to get hung up on and then start attacking attacking those things kind of based on your vehicle and, and your needs. I, I like that. A really good, uh, interesting perspective on things. And and it was funny you, you mentioned oil plugs because I was, I don't know, it was, I forgot what I was looking for. Uh, but in my search, it came up with an aftermarket oil plug, low profile, uh, you know, a shear proof or, you know, something like that. And I'm like, what? Is this a thing? Th- really? You know, I was like, I've never had uh, any any issues with my oil plug or my, my drain plug, uh, you know, can't, you know, hanging up on things or anything like that. But boy, yeah, I get, no, I guess it is, you know, low hanging fruit. You can catch it on anything. I didn't know anything about this, but uh, in the Discord server today, they we were talking about uh, diff covers and uh, somebody was mentioning that. And now I understand why it's a, why it's a problem. I need to check mine to see if I've got the uh, oil plug drains on the diffs. I'm sure if it's got a scratch on it, it was my fault. Uh, <laughs> Bob, uh, what what would you say about uh, about armor and skid plates? Which do you think should come first? You know, on my TJ, I've got the steering box, steering box uh, skid plate and diff skids yeah. sitting there, yes. and rocker guards. So I just went with the basics all the way around on both of them. Yeah, that's, you know, you that steering that steering skid is really important yeah. on a TJ. Yeah, because that that the end of that steering box hangs down uh, quite low. Yeah, uh, and and, uh, and it's way up front too. Uh, and, and so getting that thing protected uh, because that is right there in your approach angle. Uh, and so having that having that protected is is just absolutely crucial. A lot I've I can't tell you how many jeeps I've seen who just have no protection there at all. Uh, now I've seen some bumper manufacturers start start integrating, uh, you know, s- some things like like that. Uh, obviously, there's a million different skid plates out there and, and and armor for that sort of thing. But you're right, man. That is one of those things that is rather important, and it's it's one of those low hanging fruits that can get caught up real easy. Garrett, uh, you're going to wrap up our our list here. Uh, what would you say about uh, about armor or skid plates? In your mind, which one should come first? Um, I kind of like the idea of. Skid plates, because, you know, you can get out of a trail with a little bit of body damage and at least you can save your transmission or oil pan or whatever. Um, on my Z, I, on my TJ, I upgraded my skid. I did a undercover fab, high clearance skid, um, so I can kind of tuck up the belly a little bit more. Um, but on my ZJ, it literally has no skid plates on it. And, oh. uh but I do have um, a full corner with the rail on the ZJ and with the tub is cut out or the fenders cut out and welded to the, to the protection on the side. So it's nice. all one piece basically. And then it has a full front bumper on it. So I like that, the whole rear, rear tie in where you come around the sides, you kind of protect everything around the, the rear corners uh, right there. I mean, that, that is crucial with, with any kind of SUV, even a Wrangler. For that matter, I mean, I think you know, diamond plate tub corners were around uh, before you know half the people here were born. So I mean, it's one of those things where you know these things have been around for you know seventy years almost. Uh, uh, but no, it's it's a little over exaggeration there. Uh, Garrett, good point on, on that as well. Wendy, you're going to finish off things tonight around the campfire. Armor or skid plates? Which comes first? You know, it kind of depends on what you're going to wheel. You know, we have two completely different trails out here. Skid plates would be needed on one and rails would need be needed on the other. So for us, it was skid plates because we have a Rubicon and then we eventually upgraded the sliders. But skid plates for us, there's too many rocks and too much crawling that we do. We would want to protect the underbody first. You know, you raise an interesting point about, uh, again, terrain dictating the modifications. We, we kind of uh, hinted on that a little bit, uh, uh, I think, in the last couple of few episodes where, you know, the kind of terrain that you typically wheel will greatly dictate the kind of build that you end up having. Uh, and so if you're, you know, you, you got rocks in your backyard, you may have a completely different kind of a build. Uh, even right off the bat, uh, or you know, from the endpoint, than somebody who you know primarily wheels just on trails or in sand, uh, or even somebody who wheels in a lot of mud, uh, for that matter. Completely different builds are going to, you know, or completely different kinds of terrain are going to uh, dictate a different kind of a build. Well, a big thanks out to everybody tonight. I know we kind of had a long segment tonight, but big shout out to to Mike and Andrew, uh, Brenner, Chip. 
Chris, John, Charles as well, Greg, of course, Jim, Larry, Steve-O, and, uh, and Travis and Katie there, uh, Christopher uh, for chiming in on that, WJ, Bill A, uh, Bob, and of course, Garrett as well. And, and of course, big thanks uh, out to both my co-hosts as well for tonight's campfire side chat. Great segment this week. And if you want to join in on one of these campfires, well, it's very easy to do and it's a lot of fun. Now, sometimes we, uh, we kind of move things around kind of quick. Sometimes it's a big, long, drawn-out debate. Tonight, it was a pretty good uh, you know, bit of point of perspective and things like that. You can join in on the Campfire Side Chat the very next time we record. And, uh, and very easy to do. Follow us on Facebook, or you can receive notifications via our newsletter. A number of different ways to join in on the show. It's very easy to sign up for our newsletter, too. Just go to jeeptalkshow.com slash contact. You're going to find a link to click and sign up. Don't worry, we don't spam you or, uh, or fill you with a whole bunch of email, even sell your information. It's one email a week. That's all you're going to get. It's very easy to unsubscribe as it is just to subscribe. Hey, Josh, I want to jump in here real quick and just thank our Zoom people for showing up every week. We love hearing from you guys, and I love it when we can get everybody on the list in. Uh, I look yeah. forward to the time that we have to uh, pick and choose because we have so many people in the Zoom room. I think thought uh, about doing that tonight. I really yeah, did. Yeah, I know. We have to do it occasionally because of time constraints. But uh, don't that keep you from joining into the Zoom room? We can support up to 100 uh, people on the, the meeting at a time. Imagine can that. Can you imagine show. that? Oh, yeah. my gosh. It's going to be only that the fireside chat. There, there will be no other show to accommodate 100 of them. Yeah, well, we'll just have to pick that and choose. That would be epic. Yeah, yes. we just have to pick and choose. But that it, the the most fun that the Zoom people have is talking to each other. Jeepers right. talking Jeep stuff while the show is going on. So uh, it's 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 a lot more than just coming on to our little campfire side chat thing. And it makes me feel good that we're developing a Jeep talk show family. Yeah, don't have an outlet for all that Jeep talk? Well, now you do. <laughs> Your wife tells <laughs> you to do. shut the hell up. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. Uh-oh, no. Who the hell's Dana? How much is this going to cost us? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's it for the show for this week, my fellow Jeeper. Until next week, be sure to spray vinegar on your windshield tonight. And as always, thank you for listening to the world's most downloaded Jeep podcast. What? I just can't randomly throw out a useful tip without providing any sort of explanation or context? Apparently not. <laughs> oh, that's he's picking on me because that's what I always do. I, I'll put something up in chat. And Josh is like, "What the hell is this? Is what, this? Is What's this in relation to?" <laughs> Podcasting since 2010.